Welcome to the Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. Join hosts Hannah Morth and Elizabeth Modine as they dive deep into topics surrounding spiritual metaphysics, universal laws, and everyday mindful entrepreneurial pursuits. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy as we go Into the Rabbit Burrow. This episode is a replay from our Coffee Chats live series that we do every week on our Facebook page. Each week, we bring on another guest to talk to us about various topics ranging from UFOs to spiritual beliefs to embodying the divine feminine to channeling starseed groups to so much more. Our hope is that this series brings you spiritual knowledge and acts as a resource to help you grow on a soul level. With that, let's get into this week's episode. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Coffee Chats. My name is Hannah Morth. And I'm Elizabeth Modine. And today we are joined by our lovely new friend, Paulina Podbiello. So hello, Paulina. How are you doing today? Hi, ladies. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. This is going to be wonderful. We're super excited. Yeah, we're so excited to have you. Yeah, and today we're talking about Paulina's uh, tarot and oracle journey and how you can connect further with your deck or your cards. And so, Paulina, do you want to tell everybody a little bit more about yourself, any parts of your journey that you want to share so everybody can get to know you a little bit better? Yes. Hi, I'm Paulina Polbiela. I'm originally from Poland. I've been here in America for almost 11 years. And my journey with cards started many, many years ago when I was young, I think 16, I was having this experience of thinking about death and thinking about the black hole and like what is going to happen to us when we die. So I started having panic attacks or like what is there? And this moment made me uh, start, I actually started thinking about what is after life, like what's happening? And I started exploring spirituality. I started studying Buddhism. I started studying a lot of different sacred uh, scripts and I discovered cards. So the cards were kind of like a sacred text for me and I discovered oracle uh, when I was young and when I was looking at those cards I was thinking okay how can I manifest I didn't even know about manifesting but I was, I was thinking if I focus my mind on a positive outcome I, I think I'm going to be more successful and I started looking at different cards and thinking about different images and then connecting to different numbers and then reading astrology and just looking at different words or sentences saying your day is going to be amazing so mm -hmm. I started projecting and, and kind of like programming my mind from an early age to really see the cards as my healing tool and and as a as a kind of like a bigger picture when it comes to life that life goes in ebbs and flows and nothing is constant and I know we're going to die right and then I got kind of scared at what's going to happen but for some reason there was something in in the you know in the one deck I picked I remember it was just so beautiful and it brought me back to that moment of remembering because I think now I'm older I'm, I'm, I'm sh sharing that experience when I'm older because it's really about remembering it's not really about learning when we are on this uh, journey together when we're getting older and we're healing and we shedding our layer of you know some kind of like a blockage or some kind of like a program because we have too many programs uh, we start remembering more and more and that's where we're going into this like evolution our soul is evolving and we're becoming more open to to receive this gift and we like for example from that moment when I was 16 I started thinking about the death and exploring different religions and connecting with my cards and astrology I kind of stopped fearing death 
Like it, it was like, you know, like a longer process. It didn't happen overnight. Yeah. <laughs> but because I started, you know, experimenting and learning about those things, I was thinking, wow, there's nothing to fear about that. Because I feel people are afraid of things when they don't understand. Like if you don't understand what's happening, it's very scary. But when you start trying to understand or maybe analyze or maybe use something like, you know, cards like a deck to go deeper into your subconscious, that's yeah. when you start thinking, oh my gosh, there's something more, there's something more exciting and I'm safe. You know, I, I can trust this process and you start seeing results. You start seeing, you know, like, for example, I do every day, I connect with my cards. I have a bunch of different decks actually here with me, but in the morning I have this practice of just quieting my mind and connecting with angels and pulling a few cards from different decks and creating my outline for the day. So when I pull those cards, I kind of project. I'm like this magician uh, projecting kind of, you know, uh, bringing that energy into my uh, field and I can focus on the positive outcome. Today is going to be a good day. Today I have to focus on this. Today I have to work on this. And just having that kind of, uh, I would say self-inquiry or self-realization, you're realizing something about yourself. Okay, today might be a little bit more challenging in the area of money and money is always triggering me. So, okay, I'm, I'm kind of like preparing myself that it might be a challenging day. So I'm not blaming anyone and I'm just trying to understand this as a spiritual lesson, for example, for that day. Oh, this is making sense. Totally is, dude. So this is brilliant. Sorry, Hannah, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, yeah, you're totally fine. Apologize, so I'm like, I'm not gonna open my mouth again. <laughs> the thing that I think is so cool is that it's such a language, Paulina. Like when you finally can tap into the language of tarot and oracle, it is so incredibly healing because you're right, it preps you. Yes. And like I am very, very, very novice with the cards and just use the cards for myself because I'm not to the point where I'm ready to go out and help other people with it yet but what i find so incredibly healing about it is that and we were talking a little bit about this before we hopped on it's not necessarily that it gives you control but it helps you feel like you are in the seat of control at least it helps you recognize that the seat of controls is yours to have which i feel like is kind of maybe goes against a little bit what people think naturally of tarot cards because you're going to tarot cards for answers but in the end of the day at the end of the day excuse me you're the one you know that gets to decide how you're going to handle and manage that energy that's coming in because that energy is going to be there regardless whether or not you want to work with it and figure out how it's going to be coming in it's going to be coming in and so i love that because it takes you from this mentality of like okay what's going to happen who knows to maybe i can like peek in the cookie jar a little bit if you will and you know sneak a few things out and just see okay i have like the control to look into this energy and this is how the energy could be presenting itself how am i going to best manage myself moving forward so i love that because what it comes down to is it's like the craziest tool for healing and it totally doesn't necessarily get talked about that as much because I feel like there's such a tricky history with it. So like when you came into tarot, and I hope this isn't too personal to talk about, but I'm really curious. When you discovered the cards, was there any kind of religious 
like resistance mm-hmm. there? And how did you deal with that? So I actually started working with Tara recently more because I, sure. I, I finished uh, advanced program and I kind of went really deep with this. And I think the biggest lesson for me was just to give up my kind of like history because I coming from Poland with very religious Catholic. And when I was growing up, you know, uh, there was this notion of witches being burned. And I kind of felt like I'm, I have this gift, but this gift was not really used because of the, my background. Like, mm-hmm. that's why I was thinking it's better to say, you know, I'm in astrology because it's safer because astrology is a little bit more, you know, known as okay. And when yeah. you start thinking about, you know, cards, people think about magic or God forbid, black magic. Mm-hmm. And then they're thinking, oh, you're just a witch. And, you know, we won't, people like want to burn you. Like it's this very, there's a lot of stigma. There's a lot of negative energy or surrounding cards. So I was very careful and I was always curious about, you know, other readers. So I met a lot of older women who were very into that world and they use regular cards, you know, like they would read regular cards, which is for me still like, I don't know how to read them. This is such an amazing, you know, craftsmanship. And I would go to one lady every month. And she will say me pretty much the same things because I didn't give this time to evolve. And I was like, can you tell me if my husband is coming, if, I, if my situation at school is going to be better? Like, You're going to get married maybe when you're 38. Can you calm down? <laughs> and I was like, you know, like 20 or like 18. Yeah. And she said, you know, she was very, I was always very interested because uh despite for you know the stigma and the the negativity and a lot of like bad juju I was always attracted to that modality because I went to many psychics and I I was always curious about this and you know doing this for myself was such a therapeutical you know process and it was so different because I was always a different I was like a black sheep I was always experimenting with different things I never fit in the regular you know standard norm of society I never had a full-time job I I don't know how I'm surviving still like I am not you know I'm, I'm I think it's a miracle I'm supported by angels <laughs> getting this money from different sources <laughs> And I just, you know, people look at me like, who, she's such a woo, you know, lady, like, who is she? She's like, she, people don't understand me because I have so many layers and so many like different, you know, like faces, but yeah. very diverse, right? Because yes. a lot of people are just, you know, they, for example, graduate from school, they go into one job, they buy a house, they get family and kids, right? Me, I was like, I'm always on the quest to learn something new, always traveling, always, you know, running retreats or like helping women. And I have such a deep passion for helping women. And I think that's how I started with cards because I knew I have to start somewhere. Like a few years ago, I started with coaching, but it was very difficult to, you know, do the coaching because there's so many coaches. How do you differentiate yourself? So Mm -hmm. I started tapping into cards and now working at this metaphysical store, I kind of do, you know, I'm a cheap psychologist because I give them a a reading, but also I I give them this kind of like a coaching session to empower them. Because going back to what you said, Beth, it's like, the cards are like, as it, when I do cards for others, I'm always empowering them. I cannot do anything for them. I'm just a vessel. And my goal is to inspire them to take action because that's when the change happens. It cannot happen in your mind. You cannot sit and meditate for 10 hours. It's not going to happen unless you take inspired action and you're in that alignment, right? So my goal is always to inspire people to take action. It's the same when I do cards for myself. Like 
sometimes we it's like you know when with, when it comes to tickling you cannot tickle yourself you need someone who can tickle you right because it's the same motion but it yeah. doesn't work yeah. it's the same with coaching for example or like the tarot or, or you know working with cards those cards they're like they're your mirror they're like they're showing you where you blocked or they're showing you something that you're not seeing because your mind is blocked on 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 one aspect or maybe you're emotionally you know disturbed and you're not seeing the fuller picture so the cards are allowing you to see bigger picture or go a little bit deeper into your uh you know subconscious we have so many unconscious behaviors and we are not controlling them right so so the cards are give you this access to subconscious mind so hey remember this is what you know you're supposed to do and and we're showing you the high higher you know way like it's like higher level of consciousness we're showing you something that will be good for your spiritual growth or will be good to focus on today like you know angels and spirits and ascendant masters all those little helpers are really want they want you to be happy this is your birthright when you were born you're born as full and complete and this blissful, you know, soul. And, and when we obviously, you know, grow older, we get all those traumas and different things that happen to us within the first seven years. And then when we are, you know, growing older, we kind of spend half of our lives fixing those seven years that kind of messed us up as children, you know, abandonment, rejection, bully, you know, all those different things. And I think the cards are amazing for seeing what is blocking me from achieving my potential. What is blocking me from going to the bliss, the state of pure happiness and, and being content, you know, because most of the cards are uh, pretty, you know, uh, positive. That's why I always, I, I prefer to, you know, work with um, Oracle deck sometimes more than tarot because tarot also going back to what you were saying about people, what they thought before, tarot is all, also was perceived as a very dark uh, you know, modality, uh, because there are many cards that are, you know, negative, like death, or, you know, tower moment, like all your foundations are broken, and you have to start from scratch, or, you know, three swords, and heartbreaking, you know, like, sometimes people are afraid, because sometimes people, they want to live in this denial, or pretend that they don't, you know, hear this, or some clients will come to me and say, they want me to tell them what they need to hear. And I said, I'm so sorry. I'm the light worker. I'm the truth seeker. I will say something that might trigger you. Please be open-minded and give yourself that space to listen and don't judge. And I said, okay, okay. And we go into the readings. This is not, no. And they would start crying or saying, I had one lady who left in the middle saying, oh, I cannot, oh, this is not, oh, oh. And she left. Oh. And I was thinking, okay. And oh. you know, old me, I would be thinking, what did I do? This is so bad. You know, I triggered this lady. I should have said something else, but knew me because I went through this experience a few times, knew me saying, you know what? I can trigger people. That's an amazing quality on me to, you know, become a better version to heal, right. To be that coach. And the lady came next day, she gave me a tip and she said to my manager, I had, I was so spot on that she couldn't handle the truth. <laughs> Wow. And then she said, you were too good. I couldn't hear, I couldn't handle this. You were so spot on. And I, she was like sobbing and she said, I cannot do this. I cannot do this. You know, because you have those thoughts in our mind. And yeah. sometimes we live in this denial. We live in this moment of, 
I don't think it's true. It's like, you know, like you, you don't want to acknowledge it because it's painful or you don't want to acknowledge this because you know you, it will require some work on your part. Like you have to do something in order to change this. And some people don't want to do the work. They just want to come back, you know, to the you know, store and say, hey, can you tell me when will I meet my soulmate? It's like, what are you doing to meet your soulmate? Nothing. <laughs> okay, you want to come when you start doing something, you know? That's a good point. So you literally... You started this journey, you said two years ago. Is that what you said? I mean, with tarot. I mean, I started my Oracle journey when I was 16 and I was like, you know, oh, always right. into like uh, tarot, but I went really deep like two years ago and, and started like, you know, going and understanding what is there and how can I help people? How can I transform? Because it actually started because two years ago, I went through depression because I, I, I kind of like, you know, started my coaching business and didn't work. And I started feeling, you know, my self-worth was really like, you know, suffering and my value and and the competition was very like fierce and I was feeling very um inadequate I was feeling like I have all those you know diplomas I have masters from UK with e-commerce and innovation I have all those you know beautiful you know achievements but I don't know how to sell myself how to show up you know and how to do something so through my kind of like a breakdown with the depression I went through, I, I started thinking that cards can help me. And actually I have a deck, this deck actually helped, helped me with my depression. This is my favorite deck. It's called Asha Zen Tarot. And when I was very depressed and I was like really low, you know, energy and very sad, I would pull every day three or four cards and just try to visualize, you know, like what is there for me to learn? Like, is this day going to look a little bit better? And I'll get different cards. Some cards were were negative when I was in that bad space, but some days it will slowly start evolving. It's like today you're going to celebrate or today you're going to have, you know, someone who come to you with some message. And I started waiting for those moments and I programming my mind to get myself out of this you know low frequency like you know being in the depressed you know like kind of uh, you know energy totally oh my gosh and we all get there like we do mm-hmm. yeah yeah like, it's, it's like you know like we go sometimes it's it can be very severe if you have like you know imbalances like you know a chemical imbalance that that's mm-hmm. something that obviously cards might not help because it's a very deep profound state but if you're in that space when you work with energy like I work with energy you sometimes go into those you know moments when you feel like who am I what am I doing here am I doing this the right way or you know those moments of self-doubt and and I feel like you know cards are really amazing in those moments and also having community what we were talking about earlier Uh, having community having like-minded people that's what really you know changed my life because I created this group with my friend uh, La Femme Rose which is community for conscious women and having that group also helped me you know get myself out of that state of you know being depressed and low energy and not knowing what's my life purpose and what's my goal and why am I struggling yeah, well, and I'm sure there's people in that group that also are able to like, you're able to learn from each other, yes, which is yes. so cool. Yeah. Thank you so much for being so vulnerable with us, Paulina. I am like in this place where I'm just like, wow. <laughs> I know I have like 10 things that are like on my mind that I resonate so deep with. 
on what you're saying. I, I'm sharing this just to, you know, n- let people know that it, you know, I went through so many different experiences and I feel like there's someone out there watching that might benefit from listening. And they one might think, Hey, I'm not alone. I'm not crazy. I have like a few coaching clients and the one uh, girl is she's only 18 and she's so mature. Like she's very like evolved. And she sometimes texts me and it's like, Hey, no one understands me. Can you say if that's okay? And it's like, yes, that's totally fine. You're going through the spiritual awakening or you're going through the spiritual, you know, experience. And so, oh, thank you. Okay. I, I, that makes me feel a little bit more, you know, calm and, and your voice is so calming. So they always like come back to listen to something, what I'm saying, because it gives them that sense of, oh, I'm not alone. There's someone there her voice is calm you know we're on this journey together it's a collective journey so that's why i'm sharing this and 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 i hope that you know people can resonate and they can you know maybe tap into the deck they like and uh if you if have a few more minutes i can you know talk how to choose the deck how to connect with the deck please so they, that'd be amazing yeah please yeah. go for it so whoever is watching and if you are new to this and you would like to just you know start i would recommend starting with the oracle deck first because as i mentioned during this call oracle is a little bit more uh positive because there are no court cards so there's it's not that confusing and also the the cards uh they have a different system because with tarot you have a specific system and you have major arcana minor arcana it might be confusing for people who are not familiar uh with the 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 system right so regular uh, oracles you know they can be anything they can be 44 cards they can be 54 cards they can be 60 like whatever the out you know author had the vision they can create uh you know as many cards as as they want and for example this one is for seven oracle of the seven energies and this one is from colette baron reed she's very famous probably who's watching you probably know her and she's like a tv personality and it's just basically what you want to do is to when you go to a psychic store or metaphysical store and you i think we lost it was gone I guess, <laughs> I guess you. sometimes internet, see, it's, it's the internet thing. It's okay. We're still, we're still, on the, we're still rolling. Yes, I keep talking. <laughs> so it's like when you go to a store and you feel like, oh, I, I want to do this. I want to do that. I highly recommend to tapping into your heart and seeing what really brings you joy. Like you have to choose the, the deck that's going to inspire you to work every day. Like, for example, I chose this one because I work with energies and it's like, I want to learn more about energy. I want to tap into that, you know, sequence. Or if you open the deck and you see the cards are, you know, how they're designed. Some people are more mystical. Some people are more, hi. She's <laughs> hi. Like, that was funny. Oh, sorry. My internet completely just went out. It's never done that before. I had the same situation uh, when I was teaching yoga. I was in the middle of kind of like a split. And it's like, where's everyone? (laughs) It's like, yeah, I had to use my phone as a, as a, you know, I could help, you know, to help me to restore the internet because it was off for like 10 minutes. It was funny. I have no clue what just happened. Welcome back. We have since August. (laughs) Never done that. so so going back to the to the deck how you choose the deck is basically what i was saying earlier uh you want to connect to your heart and see what you know 
image is uh, you're attracted to, what deck you want to work with, like if there's any, you know, a specific thing, for example, if you like mythology or if you like fairies or if you like more metaphysical like aspects or quantum, you know, like aspects, it really is your personal preference. So I always say this to my clients and my students, just go and see what lights you up which deck, you know, draws your attention. It's the same with crystals. Sometimes you go to a crystal mm-hmm. store and you don't know why you're getting this crystal when you want to get the tourmaline or like selenite, whatever. Uh, so just the same with the deck. And then you can see, you know, like the images, like for example, those are really cool because uh-huh. you don't really know what it is. It says the power of purpose, right? But because they're a little bit abstract, you can start working with your imagination. So what I do, I will like stare at the card for you know, like a minute and start seeing different things and start paying attention to details and maybe you can start getting intuitive hits maybe you start getting some messages if you quiet your mind if you're in that stillness if that space of just surrendering not controlling and just observing this will you know probably get you some you know insights or maybe you can start making things up for beginners for example i i teach this i don't want you like for example for people who don't know anything i want you to choose any deck you like preferably an oracle deck and then every morning just tune into the energy quiet your mind you know call angels if you're working with angels and pull one card and see what's there instead of thinking oh my gosh three of swords seven of of you know of pentacles like what it means like you're trying to be more analytical when you're trying to learn the tarot because of the the method and you know the standards but with oracle there's no such thing you just what you know you just look at the card and say okay what kind of day am I going to have a power of purpose? So probably there's something, you know, about the wheel of life. Maybe there's something about, you know, being on point, like, you know, you can totally make things up and see where this is going to lead you and, and how your day is going to unfold. And then the next day you go back and see, Hey, is this really happened? Or is this my imagination? And then what is the card for today? It's just, it's a nice, you know, like a way to see how you can expand and use your subconscious mind to guide you through, you know, daily grind or daily routine. That's so beautiful. We talk a lot about uh, becoming the student on this channel, Paulina. And that sounds a lot like the scientific method to me, mm. where you go in and you apply, you know, a, an experiment where in this case, it would be a journal with a tarot card a day. And then you come back the next day and you see if there was any proof or validity to the card. And mm. it totally does make it fun. Like it takes it from being like this stressful thing. I'm literally doing this right now for myself every morning because I am trying so hard to like, we were talking gang a little bit I don't mean to interrupt you Paulina by like taking us off on a bunny trail we're we're gonna head right back (laughs) (laughs) you guys it's been really kind of tough it's been kind of challenging and since December 1st really I have found myself in this place where I'm like not really happy but I'm trying to find what is going to do that for me through myself Mm-hmm. And the cards have been, I, I didn't necessarily give up tarot, but I kind of gave it a seat for 2020 because I was trying to like, just see what the hell was really going on and like be the student and just be observing. Mm-hmm. And now that we're in 2021, I'm like, all right, <laughs> I need to get my happiness in check. Like I need to, like, I need to be a priority. And so I've been doing that, which every day, like going to my journal and just pulling three cards for myself. And 
I'm somebody that I've, I've been a medium since I was born. And so like, I don't have the doubt that they exist because I know that they do. Like with, with every, like literally you guys, like every shred of my being is dedicated to spirit. And so I know that they exist, but my challenge right now is trying to find where I fit into that because over the past several years, I've been doing all of these things, but I haven't necessarily been happy. Mm. And so these tarot cards have been so transformational in doing that. And I just want to say it for somebody listening that like may think, well, I've done the tarot card thing before. I've done the spilled my coffee all over my table. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. The spirits, the spirits are talking to you. <laughs> They're like, Beth, just get it all out there, Beth. <laughs> Dump it all out there on the table. Because that's what it is. That's what this is. We are rolling up right now. And it's messy as fuck. Can we just be honest? Emotionally, it's tough right now. And I don't want to speak for anybody because that's not my place. But at the same time, I feel that so strongly that there is tools here for us. And spirit keeps saying that, that even if something's tried and true, even if you've done something a million fucking times and it hasn't worked before, try it again and do it in a fun way like that. Like do it in an experimental student of life. I'm going to go into this and I'm going to be like observational about it. And you know what? If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to try something else. Yeah. Because those spreads, you can go on Pinterest, you guys. I have an entire screenshot album of all sorts of different spreads that you can do for yourself. Like literally completely tailored for yourself. And it can be around like anything. These incredible creative intuitives like Paulina have literally made it their life's mission to help people in this way. And it is so fucking beautiful now that we're coming into 2021. <laughs> I'm going back there. <laughs> 2021. And we're all so like, hey, ripped open, exposed, vulnerable, sensitive, needing to feel like we have some tangible control moving forward in our lives. What better time than now to be experimental in our approach to our spiritual practices? Yeah. I feel like that's everything right now. And frankly, and I don't want to like leave this conversation without going back to this, you have like an incredible opportunity coming up for you and your business partner where you guys are like helping people do this and it just is so I'm overwhelmed right now because I just am so happy that we're connecting even I know dude like even <laughs> in these weird ass ways like you're like over in New York City you know and like Hannah and I are in Appleton or I'm in Appleton Hannah's in Madison and we're connected somehow right now that's yeah. crazy. That's bloody crazy. And I just think now is the time for us to be honest in our approach, honest in our insecurities, honest in our vulnerabilities, and then to be able to like turn around and be like, holy shit, this person's literally been working on this for the past several years. This person's been working on this and now we can contribute and share and unionize. And that's how we're gonna heal from this is by bridging forward. And so, thanks. Seriously. <laughs> that was a long thought. <laughs> I was like, my coffee spilled, you guys. I got this from Quick Trip. And so, I don't know if you know what Quick Trip is, but like. like I'm assuming very strong coffee. Yeah, it's just delicious. <laughs> it's delicious. Uh, 
it's gone but it's okay no it's fine but that's like that's the whole point of all of this is this kind of messy right now is it not that is true and it's gonna get this week especially it's gonna get a little bit more heated because of the political situation and and the energies the planets are so so yeah i think we are uh you know we have to hang in there and hopefully february will bring a little bit of that you know uh softer approach and february 14th is the you know valentine's day so hopefully february will be surrounded with love and that actually leads me to our festival when you were talking about me and my uh partner Irina, we are hosting this festival it's called sacred uh, rose gala gathering for healers uh light workers and artists and we just wanted to bring women together on our facebook you know on facebook in our facebook group and share the love because we were so divided in 2020. It was all about fear, isolation, and, and you know division. And I feel like 2021. I'm getting mess- channeled messages. 2021 is all about you know conscious connection and unity. It's like really coming together as a group, as a you know um, community to to help us go through this together. So you're, we're not alone. We, we, we survived, but we, we know we don't want to be, you know, kept in, in, you know, in the shoebox like me in Manhattan. We want to do something more. We want to explore. We want to connect with people who are um, on the same, you know, energy channel or the, the way, you know, like the, the same wave. Uh, so yeah, so if any of your listeners are interest, interesting, any woman is interested, in presenting i can you know post some information after this and they can sign up that'd be great we'll make sure that pauline is completely linked through hannah i don't i think i saw that you were going to say something and i think i did it again no you're totally fine i was just going to say that sounds amazing okay. we interrupt yeah, each other we all the time. Love to have you there, ladies <laughs> yeah that'd be amazing too yeah yeah i think this is for, for less us women co- collectively like it's it's going to be such an empowering moment because I don't believe in competition. I believe in uh, uniqueness. Everyone has a different gift. And and I was raised in a very competitive, you know, mindset. My dad is a Taurus and it was always about, you know, career. He put me through school. There was always this competition, this, this, you know, not good enough. Like this is my whole story. My whole life is not good enough. And I have so many certifications. I have so many degrees. I have masters from, you know, one of the top schools in England. And look what I, it got me pretty much nowhere because my dad pushed me to, to be that way. And now I'm a healer who's trying to make for a living and, and living very low life, you know, in terms of my father's, you know, perception. But I feel really content because I'm following my purpose. And I know my life path is to speak the truth and share the wisdom and be some kind of like a spiritual teacher. And I know it's a hard way because it's so much easier to get a job in the corporate world and make, you know, you know, few hundred dollars a week or something it's so much harder to be a spiritual teacher and have sustainable life because it takes you know time it takes practice it takes community it takes determination takes courage it's like all those steps and you're in manhattan doing that by the way i know i'm i'm really you know surviving i'm i'm a a survivor i'm a warrior no shit i was like she's hustling in my brother lives in new york city too and i'm like you're doing like what I'm trying to do in a situation where it's like so fucking expensive to live there. <laughs> like it's like it is. Yeah. It is. So I mean, the only you. good thing is I've been here for so long. I know how to survive. You know, in, in my Chinese uh, horoscope, I'm a rat, 
and okay. rats were very close to Buddha, right? And rats know how to survive. So I'm, I have those natural like abilities to survive on very little, which is not something I want to do for the rest of my life. I would like to have a comfortable life, but yeah. you know, I'm, I'm willing to die for the truth. And, and like my, uh, you know, a friend asked me, what are you willing to die for? And said, you know what? I know I cannot s- sell my soul because I've done this and it's not working. I had a corporate job mm-hmm. to pay my bills part-time. I was very miserable and it will take me a few days to recuperate after a few days working there. So this is making no sense. Like, why am I, you know, damaging myself in order to heal myself? Like, why don't I just cut this out and heal myself without going into that, you know, situation of, it's like, you know, very toxic environment, right? So, I mean, I think it's just, you know, I've been here for so long. I I just learned how to survive and how to hustle. It's like, this is like a typical New York thing, hustle, you know? Yeah, you're a seeker. You can definitely, you've got a lot of depth to you, Pauline. I've really enjoyed this. Oh, thank you. I'm getting Thank you. Thank you. Yes, (laughs) I, 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 yeah, I'm a star seed. (laughs) Yeah, you could tell, (laughs) like, for sure. Like, listening to you, I'm like, Jesus, you've got like master's degrees and you've been all over the world. Total seeker. Yeah, so there's a lot of depth to you. We're going to make sure that everybody is has plenty of access. And so make sure that you send us the, um, remind me what, yeah, what did you call it though? It's a sacred rose gala. Sacred rose gala. Okay. Um, and so send us the links to that so that people can, can check it out. But our friends, we will make sure that Paulina has full capability of linkage in the show notes below. Hannah said show notes last week and I am stealing that. Just so you know. Oh, you okay. Said, yeah. <laughs> you said that. I'm like, that is, that is like so chic. Yeah. yeah, like it's very chic. Aww. Makes it sound very fancy. And so we'll make sure that uh Paulina Podbiello, I, I wrote it down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> trying. You're you're a good student. <laughs> <laughs> student of life. Yeah, we <laughs> but our friends, that ends our episode today. Thank you once again, Paulina. This was really incredible. Thank you for having me. You made my day. This is such a beautiful start of this season of Aquarius. I'm really excited. We're here. Yeah, Paulina mentioned that it was the first day today and I didn't even know and I'm the Aquarian of the group. So I'm totally, (laughs) totally out of the loop. But that ends our episode for today. We are marching straight forward into a brand new Aquarius season, which is very exciting, our friends. So if you are showing up right now, feeling a little depleted and feeling a little downtrodden, know that this energy is astrologically planned to lift. And as far as spirit says, <laughs> if you want, you want to put any credit into what my spirit team says, looking forward, they say that this time is literally all about coming back into the recognition. But there is literally so so much room within our lives to grow. And so if you're looking around right now and you're like, I'm not huge on these things surrounding me, but I'm wanting some change. We are headed straight into it, our friends. So keep the faith. Know that Hannah and I and Paulina are all here for you in our different ways and that we would love to support you. And so you can definitely check out our links in the show notes below as well. We are sending so much love your way. Have an absolutely fantastic day and be well. Thank you so much for listening to Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. We truly appreciate your support. And if you're looking to connect with Hannah and Elizabeth, head on over to www.dearenlightenedone.com. Thanks again for journeying into the rabbit burrow with us. And until next time.